What's up, everybody? Nay Sarantino here, back with another episode of the Guide Spirits Podcast. And today, we're going to talk about stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. I hinted at this during the last episode with about all or nothing. And it's a big part of this all or nothing theme. And going back a couple episodes, it's even a big part of the whole gun control theme In order to see the bigger picture, you have to step back. And by stepping back, I mean you have to forget the position you're in and look at it from the grand scheme. You have to look at it from a bird's eye view. Whether it be a metaphorical bird's eye view or astral projection and you literally leave your body and you look at the world from above whether you're looking at the financial system or the school system or the government system the world economic forum the world health organization whatever it may be you have to look and see it from a point of view that isn't your shoes right this instant. If you're looking at it from the same point of view that you've been in, you're not going to see anything new. And you're not going to see the big picture. You have to look at it from a new perspective. My friend Luke would always talk about looking at things from other people's perspectives. And... It really hit me when he said this to me. It was probably like a year a year ago, about now. We're sitting at a lighthouse and we're just talking. And uh, he's telling me when he was in like probably like early high school, like to late high school, all throughout high school, he would really start trying to see himself from other people's perspectives. It helped him with sales and it helped him with all other aspects of life too, from relationships to self-improvement in every way. You like, you become healthier, you create better habits, you just become a better person when you look at the world from other people's perspectives. You don't have to look at other people's perspectives of yourself you can look at other people's perspectives of anything i mean put your shoes in let's say i would name a wealthy person i like to think of bradley all the time he is an entrepreneur from las vegas owns a company called lightspeed vt it's a virtual training Dude is doing quite well for himself. You know, drives a Ferrari, got got a big big old house, got a nice family, got a great company, keeps growing, everything's going well. So I look at it from his perspective. What is he looking at in the world? He's not like billionaire yet, but he's on his way. We got the same with like Grant Cardone. I'm pretty sure he is a billionaire. What do we have now? Well, when you're looking at it from two perspectives, from my perspective of having just thousands of dollars at the time versus their perspective of having millions, if not billions, now you see the world from a whole new view. You have resources at your hands through your means 
And most of the time, you don't just have money. You have a network. And you can, you can do things with this network. You can, you can talk to people. You can look at new perspectives from the people who are helping to run parts of the world, who are in Grant's position. He is coaching people in all kinds of business-like ventures. He understands how to run a business, and that's what he does. He helps people with their businesses, from marketing to whatever, like everything, like this, how to run a business. You have to see from someone else's perspective, you're going to get a whole new view of not only the financials, but the position of health position of government, position of socioeconomics, race, sex, everyone's going to see things differently. We're all individuals. If you can combine everyone's perspective into one and try to see things from a bunch of different eyes, you might be able to see a broader picture. You, it's not a might. You will. You're going to get a broader picture. And if you want to step back without looking at other people's perspectives, you can do that too. There's multiple ways of looking at the big picture. If you move back and you think of everything as a puzzle piece, you, you use, I like to use the rule of three. You, you, pick, you pick something and you break it down into the three things that make it up the most. And normally these are two polarities such as we call, uh, I don't know. I just like to always think of the atom. You got a proton, you got an electron, and a neutron. And it's the building blocks of everything. Positive, negative, and neutral. And you can try to apply that to almost every concept in this world. And when you start applying this concept, you understand that things get broken down. And when you break things down, you can also build them up. And when you build them up, you're going to have to do something we call connecting dots. And when you start connecting dots, like a puzzle, or maybe as a kid, I used to do these all the time. There was these things you'd get at restaurants and you'd have to connect all the dots and there would be a number sequence to them and it would make a picture. That's how I see the universe. I see a bunch of dots and I just keep connecting them. And if you connect enough dots, eventually things start to map out. Eventually, you start to understand, oh, this is how religion works as a whole. And then, wait, but all the religions seem to make sense when you combine them into one thing called the truth. It's only when they're separate and you don't look at all of them at once that you create the disagreements and the polarity between them. And the same goes for sex. You have male and female. 
you can try to say one does more things better than the other, which I personally believe to be true. I think females are far more emotionally intelligent than males, but males are far more masculine and capable of, you know, we'll say heavy lifting, for instance. You see the world's strongest man, Brian Shaw, he is a uh, he's a brute of a human being. He could do anything when it comes to physical strength. You have people like David Goggins, but then you also have females. I don't know a lot of females who have done extraordinary things. So please feel free to comment them, enlighten me. I don't do a lot of research on it. But what I have to say is there's going to be people on both sides of the fence But you're going to realize that if you step back and look at the big picture, they're both just humans. And they're both doing their part. And everything has a part. And when you step back and look at the part that everything plays on this planet, everything needs something else in order to function. But some things aren't needed in order to function Like, imagine a world without evil. You know it's there, but evil is a relative term compared to the good. And the more good you have, the more evil you get. But that's not true. The reason I say this is because it's all a comparison. I mean, you can have someone donate $5 to a charity and then have another person donate $5 million. Well, both were good acts. The, which one has more of an impact? Probably the $5 million. You're probably going to change more people's lives. Well, that's the whole point. Like, some things play a bigger role in the big picture. You're going to have people... Businesses, ideas, movements, all kinds of different factions of the bigger picture combine into what we call the universe. And when you look at the bigger picture, you're always going to have a greater understanding of what's going on in the world alone Now, in the terms of my coaching company, it's mostly based on universal law and showing you how you can use the fundamental laws of what the universe works on. And I mean, from gravity, like gravity is basically how the law of attraction works. It's the law of vibration Higher vibration, more energy, more mass. Massive objects have a bigger gravitational pull. It's just how it works. Every single thing with mass has gravity. It's not just planets. It's you. It's me. It's everything that's on this earth that is, you know, practically speaking, made up of matter. Because that, to be matter, it takes up volume and space. So what I'm getting to is... That's just a piece of the entire puzzle. I just gave y'all one heck of a bomb from my company. But what it comes down to is when you start connecting dots like science 
and spirituality. I wish I could say that word correctly. Spirituality and let's say multiple religions. Like you see the connection between reincarnation and Christianity. Then what? Then what do you think? How can all these things be connected? Well, you have to look at the bigger picture. And when you start studying more and more things, you want to... Sometimes it's good to have a niche that you're really good at. That's like me in chemistry. I really understand it down to like the atoms and to like subatomic quantum mechanics. We have so many particles. They say there's 31 right now. The center of almost everything being the Higgs boson. It doesn't even have mass. It's what holds the mass. So if you look at the smallest things and then you scale up and you look at how everything is in a scale, you just keep scaling different things. You start to understand that everything is more similar than you could possibly imagine. And the universe works in very simple ways. Things are very divine. You, might, you probably hear the word divine here and there in your life and you wonder, what does it mean? To me, it means it was meant to happen. It is the truth of the reality whether it be your divine identity, who you are as a soul, or whether it be a divine timing, it was meant to happen. It was so perfect that the timing couldn't have been better. There's so many instances of divine timing and divinity in itself. But what it comes down to is stepping back and looking at the big picture. When you step back, it gives you a glimpse of what not only is, but what could be. Because when you see the bigger picture, you're going to see where the negatives of society are, and you're going to see where the positives are. And then somewhere in the middle, you're going to end up finding a neutral spot. I think of it like a magnet has a north or in a south, or you call it a positive and a minus. But on a magnet, somewhere between that positive and minus, there has to be a spot where they, they reach the middle, and they combine, and they turn into the opposite. That spot has to be the neutral spot. There has to be something that's neutral that sits in the middle. It's like a fence, or maybe it's the edge, the blade, the edge of the universe, the photon, the light, whatever you want to call it, the truth. It is what it is. And when you step back and look at the big picture, you're more apt to see what the truth actually is. What I'm getting to is if you really want to see what's going on in the world today, you got to step back and look at the big picture. You can't just be looking at your life. If you're only looking at your life and your experiences, you're never going to get it. And I mean never. It goes for every person on this planet, no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you're doing. That's just the way it goes. Now, 
if there's one thing I want you to take away from this, it's that use other people's perspectives to gain a better understanding of the bigger picture. Use your own perspective through looking at the universe bigger than you. Look at the things that are bigger than life. Try to find the connections that this seem like they're not even human. They're so real. Like, how can this be such a valid, be such a true connection? It's vibration. That's truly what it comes down to. This keep on looking at the big picture and you're going to start seeing who you were meant to be, who everyone was meant to be, who humanity was meant to be. We're all capable of so much more than we think we are. And yet we all play ourselves down like we don't have that much value to add. We're all so valuable, a number or a price tag couldn't define how valuable our time is. We're all so good at the thing that we were created to do that there's a reason that we were put on this earth because no one else can do it better than us. And I think teams of three are the key to this. If you have teams of three, you're going to have balance, like an equilateral triangle. And you'll realize that's the strongest shape on the planet. Such a strong shape that it holds things together like no other. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.